everybody, welcome to the Rogue Rebels podcast. This is the episode that we're going to talk about the Mandalorian trailer. For everybody that's looking forward to things like Mandalorians. Um, I hear tell they're pretty cool. Lizzie? Yes? You are a Mandalorian. A sick Mandalorian. You are a sick Mandalorian. But like I said, I think you have like a little more of a Sabine tone in your sick voice. I You're don't, a little more... I don't do a Sabine line. I... Uh, my, my brother, <laughs> my <Yeah>. father. <laughs> you did run, didn't you? Okay. Uh, Wait, you forgot Echo. I'm not introducing Echo. <laughs> <laughs> he snuffles at that. Okay. Uh, and in order to talk Mandalorians fully and completely, and, and, and I wanted to bring on a Mandalorian <laughs> friend of mine. Some may know him as the Beard of Knowledge, Mr. Hawes Burkhart. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I, once we knew we were talking Mandos, I knew I wanted to get you on to talk about Mandos. Yeah, thanks for working with my crazy schedule. I get it, man. Recording too much. I got kids, dude. Life. <laughs> All right. Uh, a little bit of business out of the way. You can like our Facebook page. Hit us on Instagram at The Rogue Rebels. I'm on Instagram at Sell I Make Music and Twitter. It's a horrible place, but there I live. Uh, Lizzie, you have a podcast? I have a podcast. It's called Star Wars Geek Girl with what? my good friend Zoe Hinton. Have you guys talked about The Mandalorian yet? No. We recently talked about The Resistance. The Resistance, which is and also... And Ezra and where we think he is and what he's doing. He's not in The Resistance. No, but we hope that The Resistance will find him. Huh. Okay. Interesting. It's just interesting theory. In the words of Mr. Plo Koon. Hawes? Yes, sir. You have a podcast. You have more than one podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, if podcasts were kids, call me Kate and eight plus eight or something. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I'm on Blue Harvest um, and Rogue One, and that's one with a W. Right on. And they can find you on Twitter at Blue Harvest, right? What is it? Blue Harvest Pod? Blue Harvest Pod. You know, whoever has the Blue Harvest Twitter handle, uh, their account got suspended like years ago. And I keep trying to get Twitter to just give that to me. Like, my account's not going to get expen- ex- uh, suspended. I'm not going to do something stupid on Twitter. Let me have it. But I can't get any response. Man, Twitter as Twitter's, uh, you know, don't hear their customer service. It's a hell is, uh, is any better than the rest of them? No. All right. Uh, so what I did is I sort of just took everything shot by shot so we could just walk through the whole trailer. Something that we're not going to see in the shot by shot is the awesome music that they put in here. Did you just see, say see the music? I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, me and Haas have powers. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I know you're, you're, you have your Mandalorian helmet. You only take things in a very literal thing. Yeah. But like I'm like a Thrawn with music. Thrawn doesn't like me. Thrawn does because you have what? <laughs> and can I just say, speaking of uh, Star Wars Geek Girl, can I just I like to stir the pot a little bit. Can I just say I'm very happy to be with the number one Sabine cosplayer in the world because my lovely fiance Jesse and I saw Zoe at Celebration, oh, yeah. and Jesse goes, she goes, woo, Star Wars Geek Girl, <laughs> and Zoe didn't even look at us. Oh no. 
<laughs> she big timed us. Bah, I met Safi as triple zero. She was super nice. So I don't know, man. <laughs> so he's got playing. some answering for. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm pretty sure if I ever heard you guys scream Star Wars Geek Girl, I would turn around and scream Star Wars Geek Girl back. Let's try it. Let's try it. Star Wars Geek Girl. <laughs> she didn't turn around, dude. She's lying. I- Oh, I see. It's an easy mm-hmm. thing to test. <laughs> she put the she put the test down on the table, and you said, "I'll take." Didn't even that turn challenge. behind you, not one inch. What? The dog <laughs> woke up though. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's 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 good stuff, man. I'm really sad yeah, that we right, missed celebration. Right. So and Safi's 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 triple zero is hot fire. Yes. Oh, it was great. I, I couldn't believe it. There's a picture on Mike's uh, Facebook of me looking like a lump on a log sitting next to Savvy. Like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Incredible. It's good times. Like, I like that. Uh, he's just, she was like, oh, I'm going to do a triple zero. And I was like, oh, you got your work cut out for you, bro. And uh, he knocked it yeah. out, man. <laughs> Seeing his Facebook page, like, that dude is a building fool. Let's, uh, let's have yeah. a party. Everybody building. You're building something. You're building yep. something. That's how they do. That's how they do. All right. Uh, the Mandalorian music, I really dig. I don't know if it's trailer music or if it's anything close to what we're going to hear in the final you know, shows. But I like the vibe. Like, I feel like it's a lot like that. Uh, maybe not a lot like it, but I felt the same about that solo trailer where we got that cool guitar riff and then it ever heard from again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the scenes of Rogue One. um okay still <laughs> so it it could be i guess actual music because the guy who's composing for the show I, I feel like it was maybe two months ago was on instagram talking about doing the last sessions for right, it right. So, you know maybe they have some stuff ready for yeah and i imagine the with a tv show like the kind of work like you know, uh, whereas a movie, you started working on the whole thing at once. And in a TV show, you could literally finish episodes one, two, three, and four, you know, or something like that while you're still working on episodes five, six, seven, eight, you know? So in theory, they can already have episode one in the can. Right. And he could be done with the music by the time the trailer comes out and they're still working on episodes five, six, seven, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but anyway, all I'm saying is I like <laughs> the music. And I want to hear more of it. Yes. Yeah. I like the vibes. I'll be interested to see what direction um, the music for this goes in. I definitely dig that, like, with all the previous TV shows, they were able to take the music in a new direction. So I know this is the first live action one, but I hope they don't stop, like, letting these, letting everything be its own beast and letting it really get into, like, Yo, this is a Mandalorian show. This is we don't have to make everything John Williams classical, <laughs> right? You know, so I hope that uh, stays true. I so, can't say anything about music. I don't no, know you have nothing. About music, no. You'd be like, hey, can I put in that song from like Spider Man for like thing where he was like, uh, um, I don't know the song, the one Led that you Zeppelin. always hear the song, and he's like, what? the ACDC song. song. No, and, the song that you're oh. always listening to, not Far From Home, the, the oh, Spider Verse. Oh, Spider Verse, Sunflower. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I don't think the Mando's going to have that one. No. But I bet you Zoe can cut it into a trailer. (laughs) (laughs) 
Zoe's good at that. Yeah, that's good time. It, better than turning around and hearing people say Star Wars Geek Girl. Uh, by the way, I'm just I'm just joking. I'm just I don't really want. To, I just want to make sure she knows I'm not like really upset or anything. She had a long line of people taking pictures and stuff, but awesome. Yeah, I was just stirring the pot a little. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the shots. Ready for shots? Yes. First shot. Mando's foot walks by busted up stormtroopers and then oh they're like Vlad the impaled stormtrooper buckets I think there's heads in there I mean there should be heads in there yeah. but they also have like little fabric sticking sticking out to like so I like that there's like an artistic license as well they're like <laughs> look at look at the colored fabric like that blows in the wind and probably looks really cool I mean look whoever awesome. cut off these uh, stormtroopers heads really had an eye for interior design yeah, yeah, exterior design, but yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but Landscaping. Yeah, I, it, it totally had a sense of style, dude. Like, if this is the new, uh, you know, if this is the next Galaxy's Edge, no. I'm, I'm for it. Ooh. Children. I'll walk no. around and get my pictures taken with the Mando by Skulls. They, could, <laughs> they should do this for, like, Halloween season at Galaxy's Edge. With some Ewoks yeah. running around. Yeah, it'd be this and, like, Rathtars and, like... Oh, God. <laughs> whatever else scary I can think of at the moment, which is... Amazing. You could... You could go into a room with Boar Gullet. Oh, oh that'd be dope, dude. No. Boar Gullet! Boar Gullet will know the truth! It'll be good stuff. Okay. Now, next shot is the... Uh, oh, God. Like Now I forgot the stupid name of the ship. The Razor Crest flying over a lot of green in the galaxy that somebody didn't know there was this much of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's probably not Takodana, but it's cool. Already... I love that a lot of the ships are not just TIE Fighters and X-Wings again. Yeah, and I also like, I think it's really cool that his ship appears to be at least somewhat built on a, like a Republic gunship, right? Uh, It looks, it actually reminds me of a lot of the other bounty hunter ships from the Clone Wars. Like if you look at a, like, do you remember Sugi's ship? It was like a green. Yeah. Yeah. It looked a lot like this. Probably a little bit shorter. And then, um. Like, uh, who else had one like this? Like, Ventress's didn't look exactly like this. Hers like, is round. Yeah, hers is more round, but it had the, like, engines on the ends. Yeah. Kind of like this. So, like, I get, like, the cockpit looks very much like a Republic gunship. But the rest kind of just looks like a... I don't know. Just I guess they just have big engines on the side, except for the Slave One. Yeah. He is a whole... Yeah, give Django me, just got to be original. Give me one of them fire like, sprays. Oh, I want my iron to fly. <laughs> give me one of them. Give me one of them flying irons, dude. That is hot fire. Paint it green and blue. Now the Hondo painted it. Yeah. All right. What do we got next? Landed Razor Quest, and that to me looks like a U-wing with no wings, <clears throat> and Mando walking into like cool city that looks awesome and everything about this picture looks awesome looks like another two but like a cool cool but yeah like a but like a black like not black spire like black sand but two <laughs> outpost i think um in the scene they showed at celebration um this is the planet where he goes to get like like where Carl Reathers is hanging out, where he goes to get his bounty. Okay. So this is where he's he's going to like bounty hunter base. Yeah. You know, to like get the little, get his little uh, check in. 
check into the bank. This is where the bank is. And then boom, we got him checking into the bank, giving things and taking little pieces of, I don't know, it looks like melted soap. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's those, I don't know why it looked those like those wax earplugs. Yeah, he's picking up his Tide Pods. Uh, he's a he's a bounty hunter, but he's got to stay clean. Yeah, that's he's got to do laundry, dude. Uh, Carl Weathers, the man himself. Yes. Oh, uh, what that that guy in Star Wars show? He got to do the hand the the shake. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, he got to do the like Carl Weathers, like you know. Uh, oh, see now I'm forgetting that too. Predator. Yeah, but his name Dylan. <laughs> it's a mad nurse. Yeah, yeah, you got your pushing too many pencils. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, I like Carl Weathers. I just watched all the Rocky movies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. His arc is phenomenal. He's so, he's too energetic. And then he's dead. Okay. That's just his whole like life. 30 year old spoilers. <laughs> Look, it's chocolate. <laughs> okay, the next shot looks like cracked chocolate. I didn't temper that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like if it's seventy five percent dark chocolate, I think we can have some, dude. Like a couple pieces. It looks melted. It doesn't have in that much middle. sugar in it. You know, no like we can we can we can take it when our keto. Are those his knees? Did yeah, he's take like a picture of his. I took a picture of his knees. knees. His knees are the bees' <laughs> knees, and he's tucking in a little knife or something. And he's got has not Ezra. <clears throat> That thing on his thing on his arm, uh, like on his arm, almost that triangle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. kind of. Ezra's like is red. Ezra's, and then kind of like um. Wow, my brain is not Star Wars today. It's a weird day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was all looking forward to this podcast, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Wait, who? Oh yeah, Dylan." <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, Star Wars. Uh, Guys, the Mandalorian is Ezra. Guys, dude, mind blown. The Mandalorian is Ezra. He like he took Thrawn's whole like <coughs> complement of Star Destroyer pieces and built this piece of armor. And one of that little blue triangle is Thrawn's cheek. <laughs> and, it's sharp enough. And <laughs> Sabine and Ahsoka show up into the unknown regions, right? Regions. They rescue him. He and Sabine get married. He's a Mandalorian by marriage. <laughs> we don't like that ship in this house. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird for us. Well, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. My bad. Uh, blood brother and sister. <laughs> Space siblings. Yeah. They, they realize they have a wonderful platonic relationship and she uh, knights him as a Mandalorian. There we go. Is that better? Yes. Lizzie was sweating. <laughs> uh yeah okay thrawn's cheekbone okay and then he's like adjusting his little like armor pieces he's as a mandalorian ready. who has adjusted your mandalorian pieces and got ready how cool do you think that these shots are not that cool they're kind of annoying when you have to readjust them at least with mine they fall apart so i'm like oh you think he like you think he walks out and like before he gets to carl weathers room he's like hold on let me just make sure it's all straight and then boom, enter. Yeah. <laughs> like in that shot where like the door opens and he's standing there, like this next shot, I think. Nope, I did something. There we go. Door opens. In this one, uh, where the like he's standing and it looks like the loading ramp is opening, and he's seeing from the back. It looks like one side of his uh shoulder, his left shoulder, has already been replaced by a shiny piece. Shiny, shiny. 
Boop. Uh, so look, I, did you guys see the, like any of the bootleg footage from the Mandalorian? Uh, yeah, a little bit. From Celebration? Okay. Cause I, I'm pretty sure in that footage, we see him like fully decked out in the shiny, shiny. So yeah, yeah. I guess it's going to be a gradual process. Like he just goes by, he goes and turns in some quest items yeah. and they reward him with like shiny knee pad. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, it's totally like a Legend of Zelda. Like, okay, dude, I got seven butterflies, dude. Can you do my shoulder now? <laughs> like, uh, and that's exactly what it's looking like. Cause it looks like in this shot, you're only seeing one shoulder. And then like, eventually like the whole chest is done up, I think. Right. He becomes super, super shiny and defeats everyone that way. By blinding them. Right. Blinding Blinded by the light. Okay. Now we got, uh, in a dark, dark room, we have Cara Dune. She looks cool. She's very, I don't know what she is. She like, is, is an she... ex-rebel commando. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder if she's going to be like, yo, man, I was on Endor. It was crazy, dude. I was like, I had Wait, my so big machine what's the gun. Timeline right here? This is five, is this five years after Return of the Jedi? Yes. Okay, so five years after Return of the Jedi, and she's like, dude, five years ago, me and these teddy bears were wrecking shops, son. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Y'all remember when me and the teddy bears were stabbing fools? Oh, and they ate them, too. Yeah. But man, so- do they know how to throw a party. They know how to party. <laughs> what is, I don't even know what this is. Give me some more. It's delicious. <laughs> That's, maybe she's the one. She's like that. That's how she keeps her stormtrooper heads on pikes. She's like, I learned this from my Ewok homies. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we decorate. Yeah. I'm not an Endor, but this takes me back. You want some lunch? Yeah. You want to come in? I got some crackers and something. Okay. Now we got a blurg writing Ugnot. Yes, I would say that's an Ugnot. It looks like it could be an Ugnot. He has goggles. That creature reminds me of the creature in the Ewok adventures. It is. Yeah. Oh. Here yeah. I am all like, it is. And then you're like, yeah. Well, so not reminds you. It is. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the Ewok adventures were so great. Why are they not canon? Uh, the kid's name was Mace. Somehow George didn't get that in the deal. <laughs> he was like, okay, all the movies are canon and the Clone Wars done. There were, then he was like, went home and he was like, ah, I forgot the Ewok Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, they were so, so good. I think he might have been forgetting about the Ewok Avengers well before they sold to Disney. <laughs> uh, yo, I got both of them on one DVD, though. I know, and it's labeled wrong. Like, I, oh, I want to watch Canav- Caravan of Courage. It's on the other side of the disc. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I've ne- like, I never knew that because only they watch them mostly. You know, yeah, but, uh, I, I think it was like a first print error or something. Cause uh-huh. look, when that came out, I went to Walmart and bought it day of release, super excited. So yeah, they're labeled wrong <laughs> on the disc. Cause it's one of those weird two sided DVDs. Yeah. Wow. I can never, when I was little, I can never tell which was which. Cause I was like, Oh, I want to watch this movie. So I'll flip it this way. No, that was dumb. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Y'all crazy talk. What's happening? All right. Uh, then we have, next we have, Twi'lek, Winky Twi'lek, Winky the Twi'lek, purple. That girl, Harry Potter girl. Yeah, and Harry Potter, and she's in other things apparently, but it's a Twi'lek. 
I'm yeah. excited because, like, I know there was Twi'leks in the prequels and stuff, but they didn't do anything. And we saw Ayla for like a second, and that was it. So, yeah. like, to be fair, Ayla did stuff. Smoke fools on Geonosis, but like what? off screen. Oh yeah, well, well, off screen doesn't matter, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. Hopefully, she's in this a lot more than other Twi'leks, but yeah. Okay. Also, I would rather have Hera, but that's okay. But Hera wouldn't be rolling with Mandalorians. No. You know, especially I, ones that are bounty hunters. Yeah, she's taking care of her child. Yeah. In fact, I just read a book about she's, what she's doing. She's a, she's a general of the Lodestar right now in the New Republic military. What about her child? I don't know. I haven't heard from him. Jason. Yeah. If he's not in the archives, he doesn't exist. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. But he ain't on the Lodestar, it doesn't sound like. I hope he's not dead. Well, that's not true. Maybe he's on Lyrason kicking it with uh, Face Dads. Face Dads, <laughs> Dad, uh, Zeb, and, uh, and uh, Callus. Hot Callus. Hot Callus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a sitcom waiting to happen. My two dads and your two dads are Zeb and Callus. I'd watch that. <laughs> and they just like over things like, it's the only thing. It's the only thing to do. No, Zeb, it's not the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd also like to point out that the bald gentleman in the middle, that's comedian Bill Burr. Huh. Interesting. So this is look like all like this is either his homies or maybe like a rival crew or like I hope it's homies. You know what I mean? Because I hope it's homies because I hope we'll see Twi'leks. Yeah, but bounty hunters can't have like too many homies. Like if Cara Dune and IG-11 are his homies then like that's kind of a crew. I think it would be like Solo where he has a bunch of homies, and then they all die. Like, they all come on for, like, one thing. They're, okay, oh, six of us are going to get to go on the Star Destroyer. Is this? You've been four, um, okay, like, yeah. and then they get, and okay. they die. And then they die? That's not, that's not <laughs> Okay. It's a, it's a Star Wars thing. Mandalorian sunset. Yay. I like this guy. It's pretty. It is pretty. He looks cool. Also, Where is he walking Yeah, through? he's like, I'm going to park my ship way over here and walk up. He's like Krennic. He's like, uh-huh. they're going to see me coming. It's going to be tight. Y'all follow, <laughs> flank me on the outsides. Everybody walk in formation. He ran out of gas, and he's walking to. He's like, "Oh man, nearest." <laughs> he's in the beginning of uh, the resistance trailer, going like, "We're running low on everything: food, hyperfuel." <laughs> All right, now we have female and child who look very scared, and they're in water, and they look like they're on the riverbanks of Willow. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of when I saw this. I get that reference. Uh, I, th- I think they might be a bounty. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. Sucks to be y'all. <laughs> All right, Death Troopers. Is that Death Troopers? Those it doesn't look troopers. like. Tro- They're straight Death Troopers. They got yeah. green things on their face. Look at that. It is. They're all in black and with mm. elongated. Yeah. Look at their rifles. Yeah. Although these ones all have the same weapon. Didn't look the one- like it at first. Krennic Death Troopers all had different like stuff. These Each- are all the same. Yeah, these They're are like homies. these are like uh, stock Death Troopers. <laughs> Copy and paste. Uh-huh. Okay, now we got a uh, thrown cheek hand plate. <laughs> Uh, and the Mandalorian orange getting ready gloves. to draw. I don't like the orange gloves. Those are like Ezra's gloves. They're the like <gasps> they look like Ezra. they look like fingerless gloves, but they're not fingerless gloves. Well, because he's like, grown up now, and he's like, "I'm grown up. Let me put some fingers on my gloves." Yeah, but he's like, but he also remembers when he was a kid. So he's like, you know what? So people will remember me. On my fingers will still wear orange jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those fingers they look orange. <laughs> that was a funny joke, y'all. That guy. All right. Who is this dude, Hawes? Uh, I can't remember his name, but his the actor is Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. He's a former moth. I know yeah. that much. They put out his name. 
Um, Alexa, play Despacito. <laughs> he's moth something or other. I don't know any of his work except I just saw him in The Boys. Uh, and apparently he shows up in like Breaking Bad or some other show that I need to watch that I haven't watched. Oh. So, uh, yeah. He is real scary in Breaking Bad. Okay, I need to get to that because uh, I only watched Better Call Saul and that was hilarious. I have no idea what that yeah. is. Yeah. Anyway, this dude's a former moth that has a bunch of death troopers. What do you think? He looks shocked. He's like, <gasps> he he's like shocked. the Pikachu meme. His mouth isn't open. Moth Gideon. Moth Gideon. That's it. There we go. <laughs> okay, we're watching Gravity Falls too. There's a lot happening here. <laughs> All right. We got the Mandalorian. We got his helmet. Oh. I bet his helmet overheats. Okay. But what if it reflects all the heat outward, like Black Panther's suit, but with heat and sunshine? Yeah. You think he has fans in there? Yeah, I bet you he has fans. <laughs> well, he's got a fan sitting right here. I know that much. <laughs> Good one. I like the, uh, like, on closer inspection, you get to see that the little mohawk kind of goes over the, like, almost onto the visor. It's an interesting little mm-hmm. detail. There's a lot of interesting little details, like the... Uh, the T visor, like it kind of uh, goes outward from the, the like from the sides of the cheeks, like it kind of goes up into the bottom of the visor. Whereas like most of the helmets are flat in the front. There's like an angle there, which you would think would show a little bit more chin, but wait, we don't see it. Anyway, the costume looks Maybe dope. His, his helmet looks dope. His face is just very sucked in. His head's way up in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ezra's all tucked up. <laughs> okay, on November 12th, uh, falling from the sky, it looks like a missile or a falling craft or who knows what. It's, it's, what is it? Ahsoka. It's a, when you wish falling. upon a star. Because <laughs> she's the light. Oh, it's Ahsoka the light? She just flies through hyperspace by herself now, like Purgles? Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, I learned the secrets or of maybe, the Or maybe he's having flashbacks of him being on the Purgle with Thrawn. Yeah, no, I think you're right the first time. I think it's Ahsoka. And I think she was like, no, like, I've, le- I've, gone, this- I've gone beyond Jedi. And I've learned the secrets of the Purgle. And I'm going to go hang out with Ezra now. And she like, she goes into hyperspace. And I woke the dog <laughs> with my sound effects. And she, she goes to planets and she flies around them backwards to turn back time. That way Ezra can be back there before they sent off Thrawn. And then Thrawn just goes out by himself. That's how they do it. Yeah. Figured it and out. And Thrawn loses. He loses because he can't understand that. He's just sitting there going like, what Jedi devilry is this? <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, okay, next. Speeder bike. Dude on a speeder bike with bell bottoms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and cool. a face mask. And a face mask. Well, you're on a speeder bike. You need some kind of eye protection. Yeah, but no head protection, apparently. Yeah, he doesn't wear a helmet. <laughs> just the <laughs> but he at least won't get any dust in his eyes on a dusty planet. What is that? What is so that? Oh, that's the foot that's of a... the uh, the foot of the ATST. Huh? There's like a shot, and like the ATST comes, and then it's like searching and shooting uh, all these yes, people yes. that are running. Uh, as they do. Yeah, everything's looking really dark, so I can't really tell much. But it looks cool to see ATSTs. Yeah, and <clears throat> I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was like. Uh... Some pictures of the Lego sets coming out for Force Friday, and I did see that the one Mandalorian set coming out is the ATST, and it's got a little bit of a different look to it than your 
sort of classic original trilogy ATST. It looks yeah, cool. It definitely looks like it's like a, a pirated ATST. So it's like not an Imperial. Like it's probably not an Imperial controlled. Like how the uh, the clones took an ATTE and they were like, this is, our, this is ours now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's somebody who got an ATST and was like, this is, I'm going to step on it all day, son. And Cara Dune's like, this takes me back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me and some Ewoks <laughs> took over an ATST, man. It was tight. <laughs> Last time I saw one of these, a big hairy guy was driving. Was it. I told you, I taught you how to do it. Uh, okay, shooting, shooting, shooting in a marketplace sort of area. And ch- children's crying. People dying. You know, as happens a lot in Star Wars. Yeah, with it's, almost every character. It's Star Wars. There's a lot happening. What else we got? Okay, boom. Door gets, like, cut open, and there is IG-11 and the Mandalorian. Buddies for life. Son, oh. I know you're... Hawes, I know you're a Mandalorian fan. I am. How, how <laughs> about an IG assassin droid fan? Oh, I'm a real big fan. This is okay. exciting to me. Like this, this is kind of like we were talking about buddies earlier, and this seems like a really cool buddy moment. I mm-hmm. I called it. I knew that it was an IG eighty eight. Just okay. saying. I I remember yeah. that because I was on oh, the yeah. phone with your dad <laughs> one day while he was taking you to school, and we were all, "Oh my goodness, did you see that picture of IG eighty eight they shared on yeah. Instagram?" And uh, you were like, "Nah, that's not IG eighty eight. He's got a different." She's like, "That's chest, a whole other but- chest." <laughs> yep, everyone yep. was telling she me was right. droids can change their chests I'm like, mm-hmm. mm. which is also correct yeah but but i was correct yeah, you were correct uh do you know they said something else about how ig11 gets mad that people think he's ig88 oh really i, I mean that, that, that's kinda I, like, I don't know where i heard that now i feel like i made it up mm-hmm. but i'm pretty sure i didn't that it, it is a bit droidist i think it was in some of those like d20 you know how they were doing interviews and they did some little press line and stuff I yeah. feel like there, somebody said something about IG-11. Part of IG-11 was that he didn't like being mistaken for IG-88. And it happened a lot. Um, Gina Carano, who plays Cara Dune, said that there's a big surprise in the show. In one of her press things. So, Ezra! Cousin. Ezra. Ezra And IG-88 is rebuilt chopper. What? No. <laughs> He's taller, and he yeah. can actually kill people now. It's true. He, IG-88 in action is awesome. And so far, I'm still, like, of everything we've Wait. seen, like, we're going to talk about a little bit and how he's, like, you mean awesome. IG-11? IG-11. Did I say IG-88? Yes, you did. Oh, no, because I'm going to say the IG-88 stuff we've seen, the only action we've ever seen IG-88 do is that yeah, Bounty of Trouble Wars. episode of Forces of Destiny. No, that wasn't IG-88. No, I'm joyous. Yeah, yeah that was, those were IG-86 assassin droids. Yeah. But, um, and he sort of just kind of comes at Sabine and Leia like a Terminator, which is not as fun. And then Sabine throws paint. Yeah. And defeats it. As this is. Oh, no, no, no. The Stormtroopers kind of, like, tell him to go away. Yeah, yeah. It's like a whole... Leia's like, oh, that bounty hunter. Yeah. (laughs) He's chasing me. Yeah, that should be like, come on, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. But I like this. I like dual bounty hunters. And, uh, besties. Yeah, bounty hunter besties. Yeah, I had no idea they were going to be teaming up together, uh, even after the celebration footage. So when that little detail came out, I was pretty excited. Yeah, I can't wait to see this thing walk. 
I know it's well, so odd, yeah. but like, like now I'm seeing a full body shot of it. It's gonna have to walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it. Yeah, and when you watch the trailer, you see him just start to step forward in that scene. But they they know how bad we want him to see him walk out. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be way better than episode one C three PO. Okay, move on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next shot. Uh, ships. The Razor Crest getting shot at by a mysterious ship that doesn't look like an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter. Cool. <laughs> right. Yay, so, space. I'm guessing, like, probably not a bounty hunter. Oh, or it's shot. Who knows what? Yeah, but it actually shoots maybe the Mandalorian So it's definitely down. not a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well done. All right, what else we got? Okay, the Mandalorian operating a giant, like, gun. machine gun. This reminds me of that what scene in Rambo his... where Rambo operates a giant machine gun. <laughs> what is on his helmet? It looks like a circular thing. His little ear cap has a little, like, design in it. Hmm. Is that what you're talking about? No, on, like, the front up there. He's got a silver arm in this one, too. Wait a second. Hold on. The vise... You... Something in front. Is his helmet different? Or... Yeah, it's the... Is the visor colored or is that like a reflection? Do you guys see what I'm talking about? With the red laser behind it, it looks like it's throwing a lot of the color. Like there's a lot of reds in that area, I think. So maybe I should have taken a better screenshot. Yeah. But I kind of see what you're saying. I don't think it's a different helmet. Except for the one weird little thing happening in the cheek of the bottom of the eye. Yeah. But I think that just might be a weird reflection because his helmet's shiny. Yeah, interesting. But anyway, he's shooting a giant machine gun, y'all. At what? Probably stormtroopers. Maybe in the No. Ahsoka. <laughs> he's shooting at Ahsoka as she's falling and being like, I'm getting out of here. Hyperspace. Come back, Ahsoka. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, I'm no Jedi. <laughs> Blast off. Okay, okay, so those look like regular-ish people. Mercenary-ish, not Imperial. Yeah. Yeah. And he's shooting. But five years, we're like into New Republic times, even though it's probably still pretty raw. And the whole existence of a Moff Gideon lets us also know that there's still like Imperial holdouts, probably. Yeah. Um, but I'm real curious to see where this goes. It's just another shot of IG-11 shooting behind his back. It's oh, just being awesome. Not to put him shooting like, I ain't seen somebody this awesome gun since Desperado. <laughs> I'm just so excited that Taika Watiti is doing his voice. I think it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, I'm really curious to hear like how that plays out. You know what I mean? And what what he ends up. Reading. I never heard mm-hmm. his voice, but I like it. Like just the other day when we were doing that, yeah. we watched that video. I like his voice. He's Korg in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So that's his voice. Yeah. <laughs> so you have heard his voice. <laughs> oh. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> another day another dog <laughs> dog's dead <laughs> dog's dead uh what else we got stormtroopers bringing their guns up they're also like they haven't cleaned their armor in a while Mm-mm. it gets dirty on that planet 
Mandalorian. They look really kind of almost creepy. Yeah, they almost look like, like zombie troopers. Yeah. Dude. They're so wrecked. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's a good time to be an Imperial right now. No. I don't I doubt think so it. at all. Uh, but I like in this one, he's like holding off everybody <laughs> with two guns. Yeah, what? and. Your gun. Okay. So no shiny shoulder pad here, nope. right? He's got like the Scarif Trooper. And his chest plate looks way more red. Yeah, this whole like it looks shot looks like his armor looks reddish. You know what? You know yeah. what? Yeah, it's Dave Filoni. He's gonna change the armor. It's lighty though too. But like, also, Dave Filoni changes the armor of Mandalorians all the time. That's true. As a, as a person who's suffered from this for <laughs> five years or so, anything you have to say to Mr. Filoni, who you know is listening? Stop it. <laughs> okay. Like, they're great. They're really absolutely... They get better every yeah. time, but... Stop. Yeah. Also, nice to meet you, Mr. Favreau, but stop it. <laughs> You're enabling. <laughs> You're, it's like, things are hard enough for Mandos as it is. <laughs> okay. I suffer. I don't Over. have fans in my he helmet. He looks really cool. If I was going to do a Mando costume... Have you ever thought about the Mando costume you would do? Is it Boba Fett, Haas? I mean, that's probably the one I would want to go with just because that's why that's what got me right. into Mandalorians. But I also really like He's not even a the well, exactly. But back in my day, he was okay. he was up until about 2010 or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I grew up thinking he was the last of he the was, Mandalorians. Was, it was a crazy he time. Was the Mandela for a while, too. Like he was. the Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also really like the, the guys and the ladies that come up with their mm -hmm. own Mandalorian characters and costumes and stuff. So maybe I would want to do yeah, that. That's a, uh, yeah. The Mandalorian mercs are like the costume club that does all the custom stuff, but they also do the face guys. But I'm just thinking like, I don't know, like I, the reason that when I do costumes, I usually like want to connect with a character, which I guess if you do your own thing, then you can just do whatever you want. And you're like, dude, I like wolves and right. my Mandalorian has a wolf skull on it, you know? And that's really I'm cool too indecisive to but do i <laughs> also like if i was gonna do a mandalorian i like his armor but there's one that i like a lot that it goes both ways sometimes i look at it i'm like oh man this is not great but then every time i'm like this is the thing ever in a mandalorian and i want it and it's fen Rao's, like mega man armor <laughs> yeah he yeah it's these, so chunky yeah he has like mega the samus, samus arms armor. he has the samus yeah. shoulders but it's blue and but he's all blue <laughs> and his mandalorian little uh, diamond in the middle instead of a piece of armor it, like it's a glowing light yeah oh it's sometimes it's like the coolest thing but then he doesn't have an rf and for some reason well, mandalorians without rf accidentally paused for references for zabine okay yeah this is a story go ahead okay so we were looking at references for sabine's like right uh for her gauntlets and, like, w when Raul, like, gives her the gauntlets, he mm. makes this face. like the Mandalorian so, Vambraces. He's so excited to give it to her, but we paused it, and his face was all, like, puffy and excited. <laughs> like, so we're cute. taking screen caps of the Vambraces and trying to get him under all the different lighting, and that's a shot where it's, like, the Vambraces. And then we're looking through all the shots, and, like, <laughs> Lizzie just goes, like, what's with his face? And he just has, like, this weird, funny little smile on it. Because clearly he's like, in the show, he's happy that he's giving her this thing and it lasts a moment. But now I have 15 <laughs> shots of Fenrau's <laughs> face where he has this like odd, quirky little smile in it. We need to send it to him. Yeah, it's good. I, uh, <laughs> I should hit you guys with that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I like this dude's armor, and I like the beaten up versions. Like, and if I made a, like Fen Rao, it would be like mad beaten up. I like the stormtroopers. They actually look cool. They look more beat up than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're like. I remember back on Endor, it was the worst time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, he like headbutts this Quarren uh, here. Right. That guy in the back. Yeah. And then slams his. Thing. This is like a really cool bar fight. Compared to resistance yeah. bar fight, yeah. That guy in the back is just wearing a beanie. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Spice it up a little. Pretty good. Uh, but don't dog on resistance bar fights because that was pretty cool too. It is cool. I'm just saying. Uh, then we got a uh, oh, it's a uh, what do you call them? The four ride versions of those guys. Um. Oh, Aqualish. Okay, so he starts running. Zip tie him in the legs. So. Oh, no, I don't like this. Oh, you don't like this? No. And then, then he, like, he drops down, and, like, the door comes up, and it, like, I hope it doesn't slice him in half, but I'm pretty sure it probably does. Yeah. Oh, I think I think you're going to be disappointed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he's just stuck there, and he's just like, help me. And then when he, when they go out, he's like, fine. But So what, what you're saying is, like, yeah. No, I, I get it. But I, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. You're wrong. We're just going to see hunter. two pieces in the, on the bottom when he's leaving. Yeah. He's going to be like, so which half do, has the bounty on it? <laughs> <laughs> which half do I freeze in carbonite? Um, I like his, like, his move. So he, like, reaches out with his, like, right arm and shoots the guy and drags him back to trip him. And then pulls out his blaster with the other hand and then, like, Jeez, shoots There's the so thing. much going on. It's good stuff. And, and that's, it's just like, one person. Yeah. And it's just him. And then, whoop, nope, There it goes. And then we got somebody in carbonite. Possibly and the half a person. You can see his helmet shining over there in the corner. He's like slowly walking by his bounty. Shiny. Maybe they're like freshly frozen. And he's like, oh. all in a day's work, y'all. All <laughs> in a day's work. I, j- I just like the idea that he has his own, like, his own carbon freezing chamber on his ship. Yeah. I think that's so neat. Those poor people. I wonder if that's a thing that became popular after Boba did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you've got to think, right? Like if <clears throat> we're thinking in yeah. universe. Like Han Solo, one of the most famous people in the Star Wars universe, gets captured by Boba Fett, and they carbon freeze him. You think that story would get out, and people would be yeah. like, "That's a really good idea." But then not only that, like we got Jabba revered that. it as a piece of art, and like paid extra, and then like, well, in theory, uh, that was Legends, but mm-hmm. like <laughs> the idea of being like, oh, and then they like collected the bounty, and then like, like I, I like the idea of being like, yo, this is it's easy to deliver. You don't have to have somebody handcuffed and feeding him all the time. True. It's probably low maintenance. It would suck because they'd be blind for a second. But, oh well. For a while. Yeah. Unless they get unfrozen. Or maybe they just get unfrozen and they're like, guys, like, finally I have you. Or they hang him up and they're like, Jabba. What would you do if oh. you hated somebody and you, like, put a bounty and your brother was like, you know, like, your, your brother was like, I'm taking care of it because he's Django. Or he's Boba. Okay. Because your brother does Boba. Yes. So he, he goes and he gets the bounty and he brings him back to you in, in Carbonite. What do you do with it? Are you like, cool, I'm going to set this thing adrift or slowly shoot her into... Ahsoka, can you take this into hyperspace? <laughs> uh, I don't know, because like, then the guy's just there. Like, If I hate them, I want to hurt them. So do you, do you just like turn, turn the carbon freezing thing on and then turn it off again? <laughs> and then like, refreeze them and turn them off and over? <laughs> like, just constantly like mess with them? You're like, hey, it's good to see you. It's really... Oh, sorry, you're frozen again. 
Oh, I don't know. Okay, now we got Warner Herzog. They're just half frozen. Half frozen? Only that guy that got cut in half. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Uh, Warner Herzog going, what did he say? Like, bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Wouldn't you agree? That's not better. Oh, so remember the video we were watching for your Star Wars show? And they were like, oh, your voice sounds really cool in this. And, he, and Pedro Pascal's like, that's not my voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, cuts to this guy. Yeah, he's like, no, no, that, that was, that's good. That was him. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen anything with this dude in it. Have you, Haas? Not that I can think of. I did see Grizzly Man, which is a documentary he did and that he narrates. Um, it's about this guy that lives in Alaska that ha- is friends with grizzly bears. It's uh, it's it's way worse than it sounds. It doesn't go well for that guy. Okay. So uh, that's the only thing I've seen that he's done. I mean, he looks really, really cool. I don't know. He looks um, like a man. So he asked the Mando a question, yes. and the Mando just looks at him. Probably going to shoot him, but yeah. And that's the end of that thing, but the Mando just looks cool. <laughs> and then, boom, cape reveal of the Mandalorian logo. So that's it. That's the whole kind of like walkthrough. Now, Haas, you were privy to extra wonderful things that you, because you went to the celebration panel. Right. So, like, is there any, like, cool things that you can fill us in on or anything that like you think or anything like you just any of your favorites that you learned there <laughs> like so um so what they learned they said at the panel is like um carl weathers character whose name is escaping me right now grief carga is who the grief carga that's right grief yes carga, i think grief or griff i don't know grief is he, is he, is he grief um, dylan oh no grief <laughs> he uh he's who the mandalorian goes to to pick up bounties they showed they showed right. pretty much a completed scene and he you know he was in this bar and like haggling over bounties and he was like hey i got this one that's off books uh it pays a lot yeah but you know it could be crazy and he goes and talks to werner herzog and werner herzog you know offers him this bounty and then says he's going to pay him in Beskar, that he's got crates full mm-hmm. of Beskar, which is like Mandalorian so iron, great. right? Um, so <laughs> I thought that was cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he can take that, get it, take it to the blacksmith, spend some gold coins, and then, you know, maybe put some materia in the slots. It'll be uh, great. It'll be all good, dude. There's so much good things. Like, as a Mandalorian fan, like, what do you want to see? Like, what what is what are some of your greatest hopes and dreams that this show does? Uh, Aside from maybe I listened to your show and I know you guys already did this, so you're already you're doing it again with uh, with us. But um, so like, I'm like I really like the idea that this is sort of on the outskirts of the Star Wars universe. That it's not, you know in the main hub of activity, mm-hmm. there's still Imperial holdouts, <clears throat> but I hope at some point we get some sort of information about where the Mandalorians in general right. are at this time period in star Wars. Cause we have a lot of information yeah. on them, you know, during the clone wars and then so much stuff during rebels, but you know, post, you know, original trilogy and sequel trilogy, we have no idea. So I hope we get, at least a sense of what went on with them, you know, 
through the original trilogy and into this time period. Right, right. Uh, basically, at this time, we have nothing, but it's really like the show is called The Mandalorian, but the little like uh, blurb that that not Filoni, that uh, Favreau put on his like Instagram back in the day specifically mentioned Django and Boba. And like we know, like it's clear through everything we've seen that this dude's a bounty hunter. So I'm really curious mm-hmm. to see, like, I hope we get those two stories connected. Like, I hope however this dude is connected or not connected to Django and Boba, I hope we get an explanation on why their names were mentioned in the, like, in the original synopsis instead of just like, hey, remember those guys? Because I hope that's not the answer. Because <laughs> I like to think of everything in universe. And that upsets me. But I also hope that mm-hmm. we get to see what his connection is to the Mandalorians and whether he is one or was one or what, you know what I mean? Like, I hope we get answers to both of those questions in the show. And I really hope it relates back to Mandalorian and the state of what Mandalorian's up to now, like you said. Yeah, and look, I hope they don't just call him the Mandalorian because he runs around in Mandalorian armor. Like, I want him to be an actual Mandalorian. Right. if. Django and Boba aren't, that's fine. You know, that came down from Uncle George. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with it. But I don't need a third bounty hunter in cool looking armor not actually right. being a Mandalorian. And it, Werner Herzog's character said something to him in that scene where it's like, I, I'm paraphrasing here, but he says something to the effect of, it'll be nice to have the best car back in the hands of the Mandalore in uh, the hands of a Mandalorian or something. He kind of insinuated that this guy's an actual Mandalorian. So I don't think right, there's right. much to worry about there. Cool. I like, I, I, I think there's like a lot of, um, like a lot of Mandalorians that are bounty hunters. Well, Sabine was so far hunter. we have three and Sabine was one, but doesn't count now. Now she's a searcher. She's a seeker. <laughs> she's full, like Ahsoka's holding her hand and she's flying through hyperspace <laughs> together they didn't even get in that ship <laughs> Ahsoka's driver was just like peace uh, but like we have like everything we have in canon so far is like we have the Clone War they were being ruled as a pacifist place at the moment the rebels were terrorists on another moon and that was Death Watch, which got picked up by the Separatists for a minute before they got dropped up, became really pissed off mercenaries to bring down everybody. Then we have um, the Civil War that happened after Maul took over with the Shadow Collective. And then what I think happens after that leads into whatever Crimson Dawn becomes. So if the Mandalorians start becoming connected, or at least factions of them start becoming connected to like crime syndicates, that can lead to a lot of like extra things you know what i mean like it's not they're not just bounty hunters anymore and they're not just loyalists anymore like now fact whole factions and clans can probably be part of you know fighting the uh fighting the spice cartels and stuff like that and the huts and all the things like that and then you have uh in rebels you get the the protectors actually start working with the imperials for a little bit even though they start doing it on their own they're just like, well, we're just going to stay on this messed up planet because we like it and we don't want to be on Mandalore. But you can pay us and we'll also keep an eye out for rebel ships. And then they uh, end up fighting. <laughs> and Katie Sackoff, you know, who does the voice of Bo-Katan, yes. she was doing an interview within the last couple of months and they asked her if she was going to be on the Mandalorian and she got real weird about it. 
and said like, well, there's this thing called an NDA. So if I was in it, I couldn't say. And I don't know if that was her just like playing the game and saying she's yeah. not. But like, I kind of feel like if you weren't, you would just be like, no, nah, I'm not in that. Yeah, you'd do one of that, man. I would love to be. <laughs> yeah. So is there a chance we get some Bo-Katan played awesome. by her voice actress? She could play it. She looks enough like her. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, but um, also she was one of the ones she spoiled her own appearance in Rebels, too. So right. maybe she's like learned a little bit, you know, maybe she got yelled at one day yeah. by her agent or something. And, uh, you know, maybe she just is trying to be careful, but does still doesn't exactly know how to tiptoe around it. You know what I mean? Um, but like mm-hmm. things like that, like she went back and then you have uh, in the final season of Rebels, you have them all sort of uniting. So, which leads me to believe that they go to war with the Empire. So. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that didn't go well for them. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like there's certain threads, right. From rebels that are left open that I, I kind of feel like when they're going to be explored, it's going to be in maybe animated form, like through Dave Filoni. So like, I know Dave Filoni is a big part of this, but kind of feel like he's got such an attachment to those characters and those storylines that, Maybe he would want to save that for his his own thing. I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Yeah, but I mean, as close as he's working on this, like yeah. I don't feel like he's like he's literally an executive producer on this. So like his fingers are in the pie, for sure. You know what I mean? So what analogy is that? Uh, I don't know where it came from. Fingers in the pie. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know the uh, you know the origin of that particular analogy. <laughs> I just know that I've used it for my life, and now I feel stupid. Why? Because I don't know what it means. <laughs> I say just go with it. Um, I mean, obviously the Ezra is Mandalorian, so like it's clear that he's willing to like take those risks with characters. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So I guess we did figure that out earlier. I already yeah. forgot. That was good. My bad. Spoilers. Um, uh, Dave's gonna come after us. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Oh, I, um, Dave, come after me. I'm ready to rumble. It'll be like blood sport. I won't be able to see. Uh, he, he'll blow that dust in my eyes. I'll snatch that hat off his head and then do that same spinny kick three times in a row. Game over, Dave Filoni. I'm the captain now. <laughs> uh, he kicks D- Dave and like Favreau kick down the door, standing there like he hit, he hit the Mandalorian at all house. And I was just <laughs> sitting there in his chair and he's like, Podcasting is a dangerous profession. Wouldn't you agree? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm really curious to see the state of Mandalore. I hope we get beyond whatever these outer rim kind of like smuggler looking places and really get into like, I hope this goes to a place where we actually see Mandalore. Yeah. And And more Mandalorian than him. I feel like, you know, the show may start off sort of smaller focused and then grow and build out and then we we know there's a second season coming so you know maybe it'll it'll just grow and grow um in scope as the seasons go on especially if it's a big hit oh let me tell you something you might find interesting the you might not know this either lisa okay at galaxy's edge uh like in doc on doors he has the mandalorian's gun and helmet on the wall right apparently Mm -hmm. like right after the trailer showed like that weekend, the, there's a flag under it that has the true Mandalorian symbol on it now. 
So I don't know if it was because the Florida one opened. So I don't know oh. if they had it over there and we don't have it over here. But somebody was like, dude, who like, or maybe somebody just messing with me. <laughs> but I saw like online that there's a, that somebody had this, it's the true Mandalorian symbol, which is a legend symbol. But you know, these things find their way sometimes. Oh, I got to see that now. That's really cool. I'm, I'm going to find it and I'll tweet it out to you. I, I thought I saw it on Instagram, but I'll do more research. But anyway, let's just talk about it, man. That would be cool. Because if he ends up, the true Mandalorians in Legends were the ones who like didn't agree, almost kind of like Death Watch, but they weren't extremists. They were, they like broke away from the pacifist, the new Mandalorians and like kind of weren't, didn't agree with Duchess Satine and her peaceful ways. You should be a history teacher for Star Wars. It only works for Star Wars and nobody cares about it. I care. I mean, lots of people, I care. Lots of people (laughs) care about it, but nobody will pay me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to give them history lessons. We're going to talk about the true Mandalorians today. <laughs> Star Wars history lessons is an interesting profession. <laughs> Did you agree? <laughs> all right. So I think, man, I just can't look. I'm looking forward to the show. Out of all of the things that are coming, like uh, Rise of Skywalker, The Mandalorian, Resistance Season 2, the Mandalorian is the thing I'm most excited for, and I've said this before, it's because it's new and it's fresh. Resistance. And I'm ready to see new, fresh stuff. I'm really excited for Resistance. Resistance. We're getting that sooner. Number one. That's your number one? Mm-hmm. Haas, are you true to your Mandalorian? Yeah. Yep. Are you a true Mandalorian? Yep. Or are you hyped for Rise? Duh, I'm, I, look, I'm excited about it all. Like, yeah, I really can't wait. I, I'm so excited that we're only, you know, at this point, about a month away from the next season of resistance. Yeah. So excited for that, but man, it's hard to say I'm not more excited for the Mandalorian. That's my number one right yeah, now. That's that's I'm on the Mando hype train. Correct. Get on the hype train, Lizzie. Toot, toot. Choo, choo. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I just, I miss my Kaz and Niku. That's, that's true. Like and I'm excited. Tam. I'm excited for people I don't know yet. And Tam. But the reason, you're going to be real excited when Sabine shows up and she's like, meet my husband, Ezra, the Mandalorian. <laughs> you call it Ezra because his fingers are orange. <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't there mention of Sabine's helmet, though, once? Officially, no. <laughs> oh, really? But yeah. And I wouldn't, oh. I wouldn't say that. What I would say I heard tell of is that her helmet as in not her helmet not with her specific paint job but that style helmet the like sort of owl looking helmet mm-hmm. but it looked like sabine's that there were people Maybe saying they saw Bo-Katons. that but it wasn't like it was sabine's paint job mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh it looked just it was purple and orange and it had her thing or i guess at this time it would be it was gray and purple <laughs> with blue eyes um so yeah because space brother ezra and as somebody who watches Rebels, I'm like, yeah, but a lot of the Mandalorian girls wear that, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, from every clan, too. So I didn't immediately take that to be Sabine. I took that as to be, like, I hope there's more Mandalorians, and some of them are female. So, <clears throat> seriously, though, do we know, like, when in the timeline the epilogue to Rebels takes place? We know it's after the Battle of Endor, but... We like, don't know specifically. We just know it's after the Battle of Endor. So, like... So yeah, how old would you say Jason is in that scene? I mean, he'd have to be like five, even though he looks he looks way yeah. younger in that scene. But he, like he's he should be about five. 
if they if that if that stuff happened before Yavin or Scarif, however you want to do the timeline now, uh, and Sabine gets her hair cut and goes out on a trip after Endor, you're looking at about five years. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say. Yeah. I- I would l- really like to know when that takes place. They're probably being purposely vague about it, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But then, yeah. Ask Dave. Oh, I will. And then I'll snatch that hat off. You know, put it on my head. He's really good at answering questions succinctly and directly. <laughs> yeah, and and when I put that hat on, you guys may—I'm sure you know this—but if you wear Dave Filoni's hat, you are officially in charge of all of Dave Filoni's projects. And you have oh, So if I snatch that hat. Right. And once it's on your head, yeah. like they can't stop you. Like if, if you grab no. it and they tackle you and like security arrest you, like that's your problem. But if you grab it and put it on your head, like you can tell security to arrest no. the, the, the former Filoni. <laughs> yeah. And then guys, watch out. Star Wars is about to get real weird if I'm wearing oh, Dave no. Filoni's hat. <laughs> People will be like, oh, they're doing a Boba Fett movie finally, I see. Oh, and a Disney Plus series. Oh, and he's a Mandalorian again. The Mandalorian's Ezra Bridger. <laughs> oh, it's it's gonna get like weird. It. Oh, a Kia D series on Disney Plus done by the new Dave Filoni? Nice. By the new Dave Filoni. I love how like the whole hierarchy, you're gonna guard your hat so hard and but eventually like your predecessor, I mean your successor, uh they're gonna be credited as Dave Filoni the third. On whatever project they executive yeah, produce. and Sal, buddy, you're in for a really cool job because I'm going to need some help protecting the hat of Filoni. I got so you're my number one security guard. <laughs> Let me give you my ninja resume. Oh, I don't even need it. I've I've no, seen. Wait, t- Dad, Dad, we got a bargain. Bargain. We need an OP pit show. That will be no bargain, young <laughs> Jedi. Oh no. No, look, I look. I will be a benevolent Filoni. Whatever you guys want, you got Storm Pilot show, yes. greenlit. It's happening. <laughs> Next thing you know, the Star Wars show is hosted by Lizzie, maybe <laughs> Zoe if she's cooler to me in celebration. I like it. I, like it. I, I can't <laughs> wait kidding, for. Uh, I can't wait to see the new stuff. Uh, by direct uh, executive produced by Dave Filoni Jr. <gasps> will you finally approve of Chopper? Being in a film? Yep. He was already in a film. No, but like, remember he has his own script? Uh, oh, the Chopper script. No, I forgot but he, about that. In like, no. I wish, yes. Uh, done. Thank you, Filoni Jr. <laughs> done. I will make sure nobody snatches that hat off your head. Also, I'm going to tell you stories of Star Wars history. In a lot, I'm going to be like a Jedi bard, dude. I'm just going to be like, long, long time ago, yeah. on a planet called Lothal, I lived a little boy, Lothrat. Uh, he, I don't know anything at all. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm telling you, I will, I'll be a benevolent Filoni. I've got you guys back. Whatever you want. There's going to be uh, so many Starcraft or Star Wars Minecraft skins once I take <laughs> over for Filoni. Axel will be so happy. Like, I got oh, you guys awesome. covered. What about changing Wedge and Tilly's names to Wedgenold? Well, we all know that's his full name, so I don't really have to do anything there. <laughs> <laughs> just make that private wikipedia public yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be awesome i can't wait uh sir i look forward to your and my career at lucasfilm <laughs> uh bringing in the new generation the new uh some would call golden age <laughs> oh it will be uh, yeah a renaissance yeah 
it's going to be uh, a like metallicence. <laughs> Lizzie, any final thoughts on Mandalorian <laughs> things? Oh, I had another. Request. Do you want Sabine to be in the Mandalorian, or should she be going out looking for Ezra, only who is she's the Mandalorian? Animated. If she's the only animated character, <laughs> just walking around. I don't see. I I think Tia can do it. Can she? Yeah, she she does the voice. She looks enough like her. No. Yeah, she can pop on a wig. She's not scared like you. I'm not scared. It just itches. <laughs> and it's expensive, too. We don't have the cool ones. Although, I did tell Zoe, because every time I go on the podcast, and I'm like, oh, well, I, I can't do this, because I have short hair, or I have long hair. She keeps saying, like, just wear a wig. So I got fed up with it. I was like, then you buy me the wig. She said, fine, but you're going to have to cut it. So she's sending you wigs. Hopefully. Echo, any final words? You're asleep. Small. He's sleepy. Hmm. What's he want to see in the Mandalorian? <laughs> Lost cats. He's like, I want to ride blurgs. Oh no, some like uh maybe a can of spa- space wet food. That'd be. Cool. I'm calling it, guys. Uh, I can't wait till the episodes start. Oz, <laughs> any uh, anybody, yeah. any place for people to follow you at? Uh, at Blue Harvest Pod on Twitter. That's probably the best. The same thing on Instagram as well. Follow me either of those places, and you can see all of the podcast shenanigans I'm up to. Awesome. Do that. Go. Please rate and review this podcast because nobody's doing that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, do us a favor, man. Rate and review us. So get us, get us on those iTunes charts. We'd be to be the number one. Uh, you know. Star Wars podcasting family of costumers on iTunes. And I think that's a goal we can achieve together. Let's hit 500,000 subscribers. Click that subscribe (laughs) button. Share with 17 friends. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Click the bell (laughs) notification button to know immediately when a new episode drops. But seriously, isn't it messed up how hard it is to get people to take two seconds to go leave you an iTunes review? Come on, guys. It takes no time. Go help them out. <laughs> Y'all got iTunes? Y'all have the power. <laughs> All right. Can't wait they're till episode gonna, one, man. They're going to give us an iTunes review, but it's going to be bad now. Oh, but five stars. Five stars, people. Five stars. <laughs> you know we dive into this to give you quality. Sabine is five stars, so we deserve five yeah. stars. Ezra, if you dig the Mandalorian as Ezra Bridger because of orange fingers, five stars. <laughs> that secret knowledge is, was brought to you by the dreads and beard of knowledge. If you want Haas. Haas and Sal. Yeah. If you want Haas to be the new Filoni, five stars. If you want him to take five star reviews, I'm telling you guys, you're going to be <laughs> so happy with, I, with what I do. It's time to take up the mantle of the Filoni. <laughs> I'll have a Filoni coronation ceremony. Oh, it's going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be so good. All right. The future of Star Wars is bright, kids. Stay in school. Yes. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Don't you agree?